of, you know, I say this every time, it's another episode. It How sure many is. do we have? Like a hundred, oh, over a hundred. Yeah, we're in the triple digits now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. But yeah. it's only our third YouTube. That's right. And, and you guys are killing fast. it watching us on YouTube. We appreciate you so much. <laughs> want to encourage you also to comment, mm -hmm. you know, down in there so we can chat with you and yeah. you guys can give us ideas Any or questions. anything about our guests, questions, mm -hmm. anything. But today, uh, our recording, it's Volunteer Appreciation Month. It sure is. Yeah, it's very exciting. Feeding Tampa Bay can't survive without our volunteers. Ev, tell us about it. Gosh, I, what is it? Over 4,000 volunteers a month. We have so many programs. You know, people are here sorting in the warehouse. They're helping serve at Trinity Cafe. They're out putting food in cars at mobile pantries. I mean, uh, you know, we we really are a volunteer-run organization. We We're are. so grateful. And, you know, the, the Fouchés are a great example of that. People who are just incredibly dedicated because it's fulfilling. You know, yeah. they get to make a change in the world with their own two hands. They do. And, the, and their time is sometimes more precious than dollars. All that yeah. all that money that's saved right. because we have 4,500 volunteers that help us. Yeah. You know, we also want to encourage you, wherever you're watching or listening from, you know, there's a volunteer space that fits you. That's right. And uh, our guests are going to introduce you to the many different options. Mm -hmm. But um, this is one of our longest mm -hmm. um, sit-downs around the table, and we want to let you know that you're going to get to know uh, Mike and Kathy, mm -hmm. and the importance of that is you really need to know who they are um, because of why they serve. They don't yeah. only serve at Trinity Cafe. They're changing lives all over Tampa Bay, yeah. and it really comes from life experience. Yeah. Some of that will resonate with you guys, and some of it will be enlightening. Mm -hmm. So we really want you to enjoy and really listen to one of the most amazing couples yeah. I have ever come in contact with, yeah. Mike and Kathy. Yeah, here we go. Fouchés. <laughs> What's up? We are so excited to have you. Um, I, you know, uh, Jeremy, I'm calling him out right now. It's not Fushi, Jeremy. <laughs> and you know them better than I do. So it's Fushi. Mm -hmm. uh, amazing rock star volunteers, which we'll get into. But both of you guys just came back from an amazing trip that I actually knew about. So I was monitoring media, seeing things going on where you went. And I'm like, oh, no. But... There's no, oh no. Where'd you guys go? France. France. Paris, France. Yeah. We were in Paris the first week, and then we spent two weeks and a few days in a town called Tours. Okay. It's spelled T-O-U-R-S, but they gotcha. pronounce it Tours. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. South, southwest France. It's in the Loire Valley where all the... Oh, chateaus the are. Chateaus. The King's Ooh. Chateaus. Oh, wow. See, I'm, I really need the Airbnb contacts and yes. all of that. Because <laughs> yes. we were thinking about planning a trip um, early summer, um, similar to where you went, and I was just like watching everything that was going on in the news, and again, I was feeling for you. So tell us, let's start by telling us about the trip. Like, it's, uh, well, we have a funny story. <laughs> the first day, uh, we <clears throat> were able to manage to get to the train station. We had a nice young lady help us get our ticket from the train station. Uh, using a train in the metro. So uh, we get on. We've been to Paris before, so we know how to read the metro maps. So we're figuring it out. We get on uh, the train, get off the train. We have got three stops or three changes on the metro to get to our Airbnb apartment. We get to the final one, and we can't find the metro stop. I mean, we just can't find it. They said it's there, but we can't find it. So we're going all over the place looking for it. Finally, I go down the stairs, around the corner. There it is, Metro 2. So we go down to Metro 2, and we... <laughs> 
<laughs> we're trying to figure out which direction we're supposed to take this metro train. So Mike asked one of the workers there which one we should take. He said, uh, this way to the right, and the train's right there. So Mike goes, go ahead, get on. So I get on with my carry-on and my backpack, and I turn around, and the guy is going, no, no, no. <gasps> and so he, the doors start closing very slowly, <laughs> and the worker runs over, and he's trying to like open, keep the doors open so I can get off. Mm. And I try it from the inside, but the doors close uh, right on my finger. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. oh, so, and the train takes off. So now I'm on the inside of the train with my finger sticking <laughs> through the door, and Mike's uh, still there, and I'm gone. Which oh, hurts, no. right? The it's, finger hurts. Yes. Like, that hurts. Yes. It's not a, a, it's, a it's nice not a thing. Fun, it's yeah. not a fun feeling. <laughs> so I'm, like, saying to all the people around me who have no idea what I'm saying, because I'm like, help me! My finger's stuck in the door! Oh. And they're looking at me like... We don't know what you're saying, lady. <laughs> oh, no, but they can see. So they're like American. Oh, yeah. Stupid you American. She's, yeah. she's got her finger stuck in the door. So yeah. finally, I'm looking around like, please help me. Please help me. And this nice young man comes over and he goes, pop. And he pops it out. So oh, it's okay. You know, yeah. it hurts, but it's no big yeah, deal. That was, that was on that side of the yes. train. Yeah, no, yeah, Mike, we want to. Yeah, what, were you, what was happening for you? Okay, because I'm your panicked. wife just disappeared. Yeah. I, and with the finger. Yeah. On the outside. <laughs> the door. On the I can outside. see it. I can see the finger. And, it's like, and she's got a pain. Oh my gosh! And of course, I'm the uh, schlepper. I, I schlep luggage. That's right. what I <laughs> official job title. Yeah. And, and yeah. grocery stores. I push the cart. But but I'm watching that. And she, while she couldn't get attention, I got attention because I started screaming at the top of my lungs. Right. right. And you know, big American making noise is probably not unusual. But, but I was I was panicky. Uh, five different people in uniforms. These are the uniforms of the train station. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, appear around me, and they're uh, what am I? <laughs> And as her, you're going by, I'm like, her fingers yeah. out that door. You can see her fingers. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, uh, initially it was, it was uh, panicky, but then it, they, we tried to get some information. They said, can you call her? And I'm like, we just got here. I'm underground. And then she texts me on WhatsApp mm-hmm. and says, I'm at this station. And I showed them that one. They said, this train, <laughs> get on now. <laughs> it will take you there. I right. Said, Thank you very much. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> And that's when we arrived. When I arrived, the train, the metro, uh, I see her. And it's, it's like, this is the first day. And, you know, in the back of your mind, you're going, what do you do on your first day? Lose your wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I see her, and she's, she's got that, and she won't admit it, but, you know, she did miss me for a minute. Oh. <laughs> Look on her face. And, of course, I, had, I teared up like a baby because, mm. <laughs> <but, laughs> I found but, you. But yes. that was the first day, and every yeah. single day was an adventure. We yeah. just, uh, oh, I love that. Yeah. And I love that you guys mentioned WhatsApp. That's a great tip that if it you're is. traveling to mm-hmm. have that, because yeah. otherwise... You are underground because this is kind of an underground. Thing. Right. It would have you would have found each other. We know it. Yeah. You guys are like like yes. this. <laughs> and um, we traveled before, so it's yeah. not like we're totally right stupid Americans right. like they probably thought we were. Right? <laughs> just, just launched off on the wrong foot on right. a particular mm-hmm. exactly. day. Right. And you um, were in the uh, airline industry, right? Right. For a number yes. of years. Yes. Okay, so yes. you've traveled extensively. Uh, pretty much, yeah. yeah. I mean, I haven't been to a lot of countries, but I've been to quite a few. Oh, but we've cool. been to Paris before and um, 
another city called Rennes okay. in Paris. And so, Toulouse. And Toulouse, mm. yes. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah you guys are going to give me all the tips after Different the show. Different trips. <laughs> I'll let you guys know in the in the comments on YouTube, like all the tips that <laughs> yeah. they shared with us. Um, you know what was interesting, and, and I mentioned that I was like kind of worried about you. Stuff was going on in Paris when you were there. Tell, tell us about that. Is it as dramatic as the new shows or... I would say yes. I mean, really? uh, yeah. Because if, if, you're, if you're there mm-hmm. and, and you see it, you, uh, you need to avoid it, mm. and you can because there's it's such a large city. Oh, okay. But there there was there were some some violent moments there, and we just stayed away from it on the right. other side mm-hmm. of town. You could not stay away from the the, the garbage. garbage. The garbage men up. were on strike. Yeah. So, that, so there was yeah. garbage piling up on the sidewalks, mm-hmm. and we found out it wasn't every single errandisement because a gentleman stopped us when we were coming in one day, and he started speaking to us in French. Uh-huh. We had no idea what he was saying. <laughs> So I, after he talked for a few minutes, I finally went, English, mm. we're American. He goes, oh, my, my English isn't so good, but it was fine. Mm. Right. And he said, you shouldn't be staying here, mm. meaning in that arrondissement, because not all of them were striking. Yeah. So gotcha. garbage was in some places and not in others. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. But they had the protests going on as well. Right. But we knew the days because they publish those, and, yeah. and then you, mm-hmm. when their trains are on strike, they say, "Okay, the trains are going to be on strike on this day." So yeah. you knew you right. to plan around. Mm-hmm. It. Right. When we got to our final destination, which was Tour, T O U R S, but it's pronounced Tour in the Lower Valley, they had two different protests scheduled, mm-hmm. uh, and the difference between the two, the the protests in Tour was it was more along the lines of. A social gathering. Mm. Oh, okay. And people We've got a day off of work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Big city or is there a town? Literally, yeah. I'm not making this up. Yeah. We, we walked through one of the protests because we needed to get some groceries, and the grocery store we wanted to go to was <laughs> here. Was over there. So we walked with them for yeah. a minute, and they were yeah. you know, just talking and sitting down over here. To, and it's a bad day. Yes, yes. <laughs> they had they they all were sitting in the cafes having Drinking their wine. drink, yeah. and, you know, for the day. And so it was a totally different mm. vibe, yeah. in yeah. tour versus Paris. Paris. Right. But yeah. then again, Paris is the the capital. Yeah. Right. That's where all the and if they're going to make change. Yeah. Yeah. But, but we when we got there, it was it was it was fun. It was <laughs> well. The good news is you came in on you know. The Americans, and then the other gentleman couldn't tell that you were American. So hey, you mm-hmm. kind of warmed up and fit in right away. Yeah. <laughs> well, our clothing, we we'd planned for, uh, we'd looked at the weather, and so our clothing, we were planning for lows of forty-five, highs of sixty-five. So that's a good Florida winter. So yes. that's layers. Yeah. You just wear yeah. layers. Right. Well, it was more along the lines of lows around thirty, highs around fifty-five. Yeah. Okay, that's so, a little different. Yes. yes. That's an extra layer. So yes. it's more an extra layer, but it's still that's the look. And when you go there, that's the look. <laughs> the Everybody's layered. You just wear hat. Right so on. stylish. Well, I was wearing this one jacket, and then I put my little Florida coat over it, which doesn't keep you very yeah. warm. And I felt like that. The Michelin man, or, you know, the little boy in that Ralphie. Christmas story. Ralphie. Get with my arms. Yes, get you know, like his little brother fell down. He's like, I can't get up. Come back, you know? Ralphie. <laughs> no, it was, uh, man, the, what, the biggest thing for us, and we really love the shop for food and grocery shop, is mm-hmm. the markets. The fresh yeah. market. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yes. They had produce there that was unreal. Their mm. leeks, the 
the bottom of the leak was about that big. They're it's like three inches across. It's At least. Like oh my this long and this <laughs> three, big around. Three feet by wow. three inches. It was crazy. Wow. And delicious, crazy. right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The strawberries, the strawberries mm-hmm. were just... Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, we've got great strawberries. Okay. We do. Yeah. God bless Plant City. But <laughs> I'm telling you, when I bit in the strawberry... Uh, do you remember the scene in Ratatouille <laughs> where the guy eats the... He, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. He, and he, he tra- gets transformed? Yes. I took a bite of that strawberry, and the flavor was the same flavor mm. I remember from uh, back in Laudy, Florida, near Stark, Florida. Mm. Uh-huh. We would go on the weekends every now and then and pick strawberries back yeah. in, yes, in 65, 64. I was a little knothead. <laughs> and we'd eat half of what we picked, you know? Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. That's the flavor, that natural wow. flavor from yeah. right out of the ground. Wow. It was just so... And it must be apple season because they had a whole uh, just big, long station of of crates of apples. And you Mm. watch the price go down on the Mm. white asparagus. The white asparagus was just like... Wow. And they were huge. Yeah. Everything was like... Magnificent. But that's the fun part about right, going to these towns. Part, you go right. in, yes, mm-hmm. yes. It's the food. Eating, yes. What it, what's, so, what's so, you know, and I think I, this can resonate with everyone, is what's interesting is is a bite of a piece of fruit took you back to a childhood memory. Yeah. That's yeah. how important food is from health. Yes. But it's also about kind of who we are. It's right. how even in another country, which is kind of my point. I wanted to talk about your travel so if people could get the the sense of who you are as a couple mm-hmm. and how you mm-hmm. talk and interact and how you cry when you see yeah. coming out of a train. <laughs> big baby, okay, um, I'll admit it. You know, and, and you know, again, that even in other countries, how important food is mm-hmm. and, yes. and mm-hmm. access to fresh food and you walking up to it and it's really a magical experience, kind of like our farmer's markets here. Right. Very different. Right. This is home. Right. But our farmer's markets take care of folks too. Right. But... 1999, you guys have just like the most amazing story. First part of you being here is because you're wonderful volunteers, which again we'll get to because it's Volunteer Appreciation Month. Mm-hmm. But tell us about meeting each other for the first time because <laughs> the dynamic between the two of you is so fun uh, and natural and love and respect is kind of really what I really see from mm-hmm. you both. But this goes back all the way to 1999, and I right. know I have that Prince song like totally stuck <laughs> on right, right since they told me. But tell us, how did you guys meet? Like, how this collide? Mm-hmm. So uh, we actually met online uh, back in the day when love at AOL was a thing. Uh, <laughs> AOL. Before it was cool, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That music yeah. Yeah. Yes. was chiming in. Yes, yes. yes. So um, we met online, and uh, there were just a few things about his profile in his profile that I really stood out to me and one of the things his profile said what what are you most proud of Mm -hmm. something to that effect Mm -hmm. and he said uh, uh, what's most important to you and he said his role as a father Mm -hmm. and that really resonated with me because I was a single mom Mm -hmm. with two young boys and he had a daughter and a little son like Mm -hmm. two years old at the time when we met Mm -hmm. so uh, yeah we met online but we first typed to each other for a while. I couldn't keep up with her. She typed so fast. <laughs> I can imagine I mean, you with the ding. He that is. Me. No, me. I'm the one that uses all the things. Yeah. Right. No, but Mike is the one that's like, ding, yes, ding. exactly. And my exactly. answers to her were probably, uh, you yes, know, no. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> well, then, then I might, uh, I would, at the time I was running a hotel down in uh, Sarasota. 
and I lived on site. There was a general manager suite. Now, can you imagine telling a young lady you just met, mm-hmm. yeah, I live in a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, did, I, did, I, I didn't go there at first. Right. But at first, we were just talking about, but, but uh, I had to switch off to a... Uh, Typist and my daughter would type, and I would yeah. I would be laying, you had a translator. Down. So my she was she my daughter can type faster than anybody, <laughs> and so she's answering and I'm sitting back like this. Well, that only lasted for about maybe three weeks because there there are things adults want to talk about. Right, right, right. Be around a sixteen year old. How old was she? Oh, was she sixteen at the time? Yeah, that is so great. Yeah. And so so literally at that moment the conversations had gotten had gotten deeper in the knowing about each other but mm-hmm. but I'm like I can't type that fast can I call you <laughs> or, or, is that okay or and and is it okay maybe I tell you and then I said because I remember someone saying trust is a real problem on internet dating mm-hmm. and even back then mm-hmm. and I said why don't you call me mm-hmm. and I said here's the deal I'm the general manager of a hotel <laughs> I want you to find the name of the hotel in the phone book or wherever, mm-hmm. you call that hotel, just call it, and ask to speak to the general manager. That way, you you you'll know mm-hmm. that what I'm telling you is true. Mm-hmm. Oh, so thoughtful. She, call, she called the hotel, Girl. and <laughs> I, I have my tr- staff trained that if they ever ask for the general manager, goodness gracious, I'm on, on I'm there 24 hours yeah. a day. Right. You send it through. I don't care who it is or what time of day it is. Right. Yeah. Uh, and they did, and you know we were able to start talking and. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and then here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I finally got to smooch. <laughs> right. How, what was it like when his daughter met you for the first time because she'd been helping him communicate? Was it um, like? I don't really nice remember to... that part. Gotcha. It was more of meeting him in person. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we each had a photo of each other that was on our profile, but that was it. Yeah, yeah. And hold on so... a second. You had a photo. <laughs> Let me tell you about the photo she had. Okay, my photo was me in a business suit mm-hmm. and my brother in Bella it with pictures of me standing in an archway in Italy. Okay. Nuh-uh. Yes. Oh, yeah. What hey. happened to trust? Hey, that was a, forget about it. <laughs> but, uh, that was reeling them in. Now, yes. Yeah. She yes. put her picture on her profile. She was in this beautiful long dress. And if you didn't know, you would say, wow, she's, she's out on the town and really, mm-hmm. no, I look, I'm like looking in the background. She was in a cafeteria of a school. Uh, she was at a, at a function for her boys. Oh, it had to be yeah. either that or it was a church back uh, church uh, uh, reception hall. Yeah, one of those two. And I'm yeah. like, I like. And, and and she won't tell you this part. I will. <laughs> I, I I I told her. I said, you know, when can we smooch? And, and she's as like, as soon as we met, he said that. See, I say she said only it's after only after it's too early. Only after the third date. I said, okay. good, no problem. Yeah. yeah. I said, uh, once you. Uh, I'm, my assistant manager will escort you to your room and take your luggage, <laughs> and I want to meet me back here at so-and-so for date number one. <laughs> right. And we had a car show at the hotel, and uh-huh. she said, what are we going to do? I said, we're, we're judges. Oh. She said, do you know anything about cars? What do you look for? I said, shiny stuff. <laughs> The party one. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. what I said. So, so we're walking through and to finish up with the car show and had, you know, it was just a nice, nice afternoon, a couple hours. And I said, okay, um, 
tell you what, head on back to your room. Uh, I'll get ready for date number two. Oh, <laughs> under 24 hours. We got Ski this. Run. Yeah, I yeah. did it. You yeah, know where yeah. he's oh, going. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. So, so that was that was appetizers, and that was uh, I take my daughter to the school for function at the school that night, a weekend function, and her friend was going to drive her back. Mm-hmm. So we went to this place and had a couple of drinks and talked and brought her back to the hotel. It was about 7 o'clock. And I said, why don't you get ready for dinner? And I'll, I'll pick you up at 8 o'clock for date number three. How fun is that? Oh, my gosh. Whirlwind tour. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. One in four children do not know where their next meal will come from. Many children face hunger over the summer when they are not guaranteed free or reduced meals that they usually receive at school. Feeding Tampa Bay, 10 Tampa Bay, General Mills, and the Florida Dairy Council are teaming up to provide healthy breakfast for children throughout our region. Take a peek at some of the ways that you can help by visiting CerealForSummer.org. How romantic and fun and what an amazing story. you know, I just think it's so. You're you are very authentic. This mm-hmm. one's got his brother pimping him out. Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> exactly. But all the truth and, and honesty and wonderfulness that mm-hmm. as you guys uh, obviously started then. But with that, we have, and I have the experience too. There's so many people out there that have blended families. Yes. And um, my experience, it's. And it's I I think this is for most. I'm mm-hmm. I'm really inquiring about you guys. But in the beginning, you know everything's warm and fuzzy. Right. Everybody's meeting each other. It's really really fun. But then life really starts chiming in. Mm-hmm. Yes. So tell us, start us out with what it was like pulling your families together. It was interesting. I mean, we were in separate cities, so right. um, I had weekends off, but he worked those weekends because right. that's what you do in the hotel business or the restaurant business which he had been in right. so most of the times I traveled to where he was living and uh, bring the boys one weekend and not bring them the, the, the next the weekend. kid-free weekend yes mm-hmm. the kid-free weekend so yes <laughs> <laughs> we all know about uh, so that went on for about a year okay. and um, I was like man you know I I knew I loved him. Right. I mean, I fell in love with him probably that first third date. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, you did get the smooch. Yeah. Yes, we did get the smooch yeah. on that third date. He earned the smooch. He, he did I'm not earn it. <laughs> but um, after about a year, excuse me, my eyes are tearing up here. Um, after about a year, we were like, this is getting old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's let's put the families together. Right. Um, so um, his daughter was living with him at the time and Shane was with him every other weekend like my boys were so we uh he's like well you've been with your your industry which was the airline industry for about umpteen years you know and I've only been at this hotel for a year so uh, let me move there I you have more to lose than I do if you moved so um he moved to the Tampa area and um He was my paramour because we started living together. (laughs) We weren't married, yes, yet. But uh, eventually we did. Uh, We got married in 2004. Um, But, yeah, there were uh, lots of uh, good times. Uh, The boys all got along really well. They were each three years apart. Um, Mm. But then you introduced the oldest, Julie, who's 16. And at first it was all good, but then she, I guess, you know, her feelings were kind of like, 
you know, my dad's moving on again. And, right. you know, he's, he's, I really want him to be with my mom, not another right. woman. I and, think that's, and so that was tough. There are people that feel the same. Yes. Yes. <laughs> in their yes, lives. It yes. is a tough spot. To yeah. Be in. So that, it was a rough spot there, um, on and off. So, um, yeah, it, you just do the best you can. Yeah. Um, no, there's no parenting guide out there that says this is how you do it. Right. Um, there so, are, but they don't really know. <laughs> yes. Right. Right. It's not, it's, it's every situation. And the thing is, and it's a difficult thing to mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. is to, when you're frustrated, but you've got to sit back and you've got to think about where this child is coming from. Exactly. Which you explained right away. Right. You recognized. And it's it's hard to keep that temper, mm-hmm. if you will, but you have to because you love this person right. that you're with. This is a shining star in their life, right? right? So it's kind of like a dance, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and me, you know, I wasn't really, well, when Julie was living with us, I was kind of the full-time mom to her. Right. Um, but Shane wasn't with us all the time, so I was the part-time mom. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas with my two boys, Mike was the full-time dad. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So it, it's really, you know, the dynamics yeah. there are very different. In, yeah. In Things how can you, get a little squirrely sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I know good, one good thing yeah. we yeah. would do is we always had dinner together. Um, that was our, our right. thing just to, um, again— revolving around food you know but um that was the time that we would sit down and mike would say the blessing and nick with his sense of humor as soon as we were done praying would always say digging chicken no matter (laughs) what we were eating so (laughs) it could be something totally not chicken but he would always say digging chicken so that was our tradition of um sitting down to a meal together at night that goes right into one of my usually one of our questions Mm -hmm. is your favorite memory around mm-hmm. the table yes um and it seems your nightly um, meal yes but is there a particular meal um that you guys enjoyed is there a particular moment that stands out for you that was impactful and special with your family around that table oh boy. clearly chicken <laughs> is on the chicken, <laughs> yes yes he might well, be one of the favorites is he was a good eater so he always he's he always <laughs> liked I, I, that let me interject i, th- okay. I think it had it was more of a if like a family reunion we would get together at crescent beach and you said chicken because uh there my mom and would she would fry chicken for three days straight wow oh wow and cover. bring all this chicken and most of the chicken would be gone within you know five Ooh. hours oh yes the there'd family be 25 people there just yes so this particular this particular time hmm. um my had dad passed i think already. no he was he, dad was still there he was and still there. so we had relatives from texas from all over and my nephew paul and i had had talked to my mom and gotten the recipe on exactly okay. how she fixed so my my nephew and i uh, we had like six condos we rented for a week and a half oh, two weeks fun. and so now we set up the those fryers what are they um, yeah you know what i'm talking about when the legs and they're about this deep and yeah. we had about four of them fry daddies but, but uh, right no the old fryer the skillets, that, oh. skillets the oh okay skillets. the electric skillets oh okay that had yes. a lid yes. 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 exactly <laughs> gotcha exactly. so we put newspaper down on the tables and we did it outside we, huh. you know, it's about 90 something degrees that's hot <laughs> and he and i are just we we rolling it putting it flour doing the key my mom said the key to good fried chicken is don't turn it twice Huh. You fry it on one side, and then you fry it on the other. And she said, make sure you taste the flour before you... 
put it on the chicken because mm. it has yeah. to be salted just enough because yeah. you have to taste it, but not too much. Yeah. But anyway, those two things. So we're we're doing this so mom didn't have to do it. Okay, right. and mom and we had to kick her out because you know she's <laughs> over at the other condo with my dad. He's playing gin rummy with the boys. And, <laughs> and, you know, we're we're working that chicken, and I I mean the feeling. And Kathy, the boys were out there. Everybody, that feeling of family, mm-hmm. when they tore into that stuff, and, and when, you know, we worked our rear yeah. ends off, <laughs> it was, there was so much love in that room. And, yeah. and, you know, when you look back at the people that aren't in that room now, right? that, that have gone on, yes. you think that was an experience of a lifetime, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that you'll never forget. Mm-hmm. No, brings you the joy. No, and our, and I think she said it best when she said to me we were driving back from one of our trips, as and this was year, a few years before that. But she said, "Your family has accepted my children as their own." That, that's a beautiful. Yeah. I've experienced that. Yeah. Yes, and it is it's lovely. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. There's no greater gift, mm-hmm. I don't think, for the for a mom. Yeah. yeah. So that's amazing. So yeah. loving, yes. Yeah, it was yeah. a, just a, it was dynamic because we'll never be never be you know copied. It was just so right. nice. Yeah. Right. But anyway, that you asked, and that was my <laughs> yeah. My take no, on. and it still lives with you. I mean, even even though you may not be able to repeat it, it's never going to leave. Like that feeling that you right. have from that. Right. No, no, and you know, yeah. I know I have a what is that? My background is in hospitality management. Okay, right. forty years in hotels and restaurants. I feel like I, you know, if I see a dirty table, we're in a restaurant. Sometimes I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> right. But but even with that, it's like I still want to treat people in our home. They're mm-hmm. our guests. But I want to – you still have that. And that was uh, big in, big in our family. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us all about the kids. Like where are they now? You know, they've had – some of them have had two houses. Some mm-hmm. of them have just had that one right. house. Right, Where are all the children now? Talk to us about uh, that. Do you so, have tissue? Yeah. <laughs> so Mike, Mike can tell you about uh, – I'll let him tell you about uh, Julie okay. and Shane. Okay. Um, and uh, they're both doing great. Mm-hmm. And my two uh, were the middle, so they were the bookends. Mm-hmm. And my two children were the middle yes. uh, ages. So uh, Chris is – in the Navy, okay. so he's currently stationed in. He's stationed at San Diego, but he's on loan with his ship right now up in Washington State oh, near wow. Seattle. So they're refurbishing his ship. He's been in as well. He joined well, the day he turned eighteen. <laughs> the day he really? turned eighteen, I think he signed up for wow. the, and he wasn't sure what which one he was going to go into, right. um, whether it was. He wanted to go into the Air Force. And I said, why didn't you join the Air Force? Because he didn't tell us. He went oh, wow, and signed ouch. up. He was still a senior in high school. Oh, wow, wow. Yeah. Oh, man. He signed up without telling anybody. Yeah, but he talked to me about a week before. Uh-huh. And he asked me if I was choosing between oh, which, I one, know which, that. which oh, one would you pick? And I said, oh, right I said the, num- the number one service you probably, and I wasn't in the service. I just talked to my friends over the years. Right. The number one service would be the submarine service, and you're too tall. He said, why? I said, because they got the best food. I said, the <laughs> yeah. second best, back to the, the second line. branch, and this is true, the, <laughs> second, the second best would be the Navy, because they have the best food. <laughs> there you go. I said, everybody else, remember, you're going to eat MREs. And mm. he said, what's an MRE? You don't want to. Oh, we have those here. We, we have those here. So, so, so I'm sorry. I, yes. I, I, yeah. That was a question he had asked. Yes. Oh, but he joined okay. when he was 18, and he's 33 now. So he's been in for quite a while. Yeah. And so he's going to do his 
20 years and um, retire. probably retire and yeah. start something else. Wow. What's it, so first of all, out of the gate, because I'm not a huge, I like to be on the shoreline or <laughs> at least see it. Mm-hmm. So I find him very brave altogether. Yes. First being on the water like that. And then of course being, you know, serving our country. Right. What is it that he's been able to focus on that when he does retire from the service, mm-hmm. uh, what will he move into? What does he, what does he do? Boy. So he is in, uh, he's, his, uh, he's designated as an operations specialist. Okay. So, what's the name of that movie that people um, uh, would recognize the place? I know. I okay. know. So anyway, Battleship. Battleship. So if you ever okay. see the movie Battleship and uh-huh. they show the interior of the ship, mm-hmm. that's where all the computers are yes. mm-hmm. and all the radar and it's dark and it's very cold in there. Right. But that's mm-hmm. where the decisions are made. Yes. That's where he works. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So he's got a very high level of security. And when he first uh, uh, got out of boot camp and did his his bit as far as going to school, mm-hmm. then after six months he was ready and his first tour was in Japan. Wow. And he was on the USS Blue Ridge, which is the uh, ship that takes the Admiral of the Seventh Fleet, and that's he's in charge of the entire Pacific Ocean. Wow. wow. So um, <laughs> he was very fortunate to spend three years there on the Blue Ridge and uh, in that operation specialist role. So it's, it's a very high level of security, and he told us that he had the same level of security as somebody in the FBI does. Dang. Oh, wow. Because that's how important wow. it was working with the Admiral. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So he's moved on. He's been on a couple of other ships since then, but he was on the USS Michael Murphy. Mm-hmm. It was the, the newest uh, destroyer at the time, mm-hmm. and he spent a couple tours there in Hawaii. Okay. On that ship, and we um, had to go visit him a couple of times. We had to go visit him. Yeah. 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 It's terrible. It's terrible. Yes. I have a, a cousin that's been in the Navy, geez, forever, <laughs> and he's pretty high ranking, and he's yes. been in Hawaii most of it. Right, <laughs> but he's submarine. So it yeah. it was very cool because um, he said. Um, I said, when can we come visit you? He says, this is like on a Tuesday. He said, well, if you can be here on Friday, we're taking the ship out. <laughs> okay. And it's a family, it's family, family day. Just pop on down. This is where the airline connection this comes in. This is where in. the airline connection comes <laughs> in. This is like, I got in. you, boy. I'll yes. be there. Uh, and we did. Yeah, I We love flew it. in wow. and we got there on Thursday night. Wow. And uh, Thursday in the daytime, mm-hmm. uh, actually, and spent the night. And then he came and picked us up at like four in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I know the reason why he wanted us to come, because otherwise, Otherwise, he would have had to work. <laughs> but because we were visiting, yeah. he got to take his family around <laughs> yeah. on the ship. Everybody wins. Yes. Yeah. So everybody it's a win-win. Wins. And he's proud. Win. Yes. He right? was, As he should be. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it was amazing to go on this ship. Mm-hmm. Um, I could go on and on about it, but I won't. <laughs> right. uh, but it's another really cool story to For talk the, about. Right. And uh, so proud of him. Right. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't I mean, imagine how proud yeah, you would I'm be of having a I'm 18 years old. You don't know what you want to be when you grow up. Right. Really? he knew he well he didn't know so he went into a role that he you know i, I don't know what he's going to do when he gets out but i know he's trained as a firefighter mm. he is um uh, also he's training uh oh goodness what do you call it um air traffic control okay yes. um he could probably do that oh, when he gets wow. out so. he's got advanced training going on right now that gotcha. he, he's actually a uh, he, I think he's flying be, a plane a, he fl- remotely. He's flying <laughs> full-size planes wow. remotely. Yes, not wow. a drone. Wow. 
a full size. Yes, yes, yes. Full it's size a, it's planes. A, they kind of leaned into that in Top Gun. Not gonna lie. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh, I wondered if it was really happening. Yes. <laughs> but we have confirmation. Most folks. of the times we ask him what he's doing, and he and his answer is always, "I can't, I can't tell you." Yeah. Him. I can't yeah. Tell yeah. What kind of school are you going to? Navy school. That's what he said. <laughs> It's all a I Navy say. school. That's most all I can tell you. Navy school. So let's flip flop a little bit. Tell us about your children, mm-hmm. Mike, and then Kathy will come back to you. Okay. Tell us about where you're. Julie. Where you're, Julie. Uh, I got Shane. Julie and Shane. Uh, uh-huh. Shane's now he's 20, 26. Goodness mm-hmm. gracious! Yes. Wow. How did that happen? Isn't that painful? Yeah. He was it's two weird. at the start of the story. We met. He was two or three. <laughs> yeah. Right. Julie oh, is. Wow. Julie's thirty. Is she thirty? She's oh, thirty-eight. Wow! Yeah, wow. yeah. yeah. Uh, Julie's up. Uh, wow, she's a character. She's <laughs> uh, I'd love her to death. I'm, there's a lot of times you don't like your children, mm. but yeah. you can't stop loving them. Right. I mean, right. I'm just I'm really proud of her. Uh, and uh, she's she's but, a forever student. She is. Mm. She's right now. Mm. She's in. Uh, she's been in Edinburgh, Scotland for about three years now. She's working on her PhD. Okay. Uh, she got yeah. her master's degree from Edinburgh, University of Edinburgh mm-hmm. uh, online while she was working at MIT. Um, she, she really was a story and uh, one of those things where you hope when you say something to your child, give them some advice, you hope they'll listen. Years mm-hmm. ago when she, she was out of school and uh, graduated from the University of Georgia, she didn't have a job. Um, she stayed with us for a short period of time. And I, I, I set up conversations with several people that I consider my friends. Mm-hmm. This is part of my personal network. Mm-hmm. And I asked if they would just talk to her. And I, I said to Julie, I said, talk, just talk. Mm-hmm. I'm, they are told, I told them, don't hire her. Mm-hmm. Right. Just, just talk to her because she's, she's got questions about the world and different right. things. One of the people she talked to, because I had been the food and beverage director at Lowry Park Zoo for a number of years. Okay. And the food and beverage director at uh, Mosey. Okay. One of my favorite characters at Mosey was Dr. Judith Lombardo. Dr. Judith Lombardo was a... Uh, head of education at and had huge connections at USF and I said she she went and talked to her Mm -hmm. but I I told her before you go take a diet coke with you she said what I'm not going to do that I said do it you'll you'll see why (sighs) okay dad (laughs) she takes a diet coke and puts it as she walks in and says hi Judith Dr. Judith this you know Julie she said your dad told you to bring that (laughs) it was a Pepsi house and so that means we didn't have so she loved she loved Coke she loved her Diet Coke and I would always bring her once a week I'd make sure I brought her some Diet Coke (laughs) because she was she was a special person well that led to her befriending Julie and Mm -hmm. then hiring her anyway and Julie started working at the museum and they started working on things how, how to get grants and Julie learned how to how to function that way they they actually did some huge work there involved they invited Shane to come in as a kid to test out some of the theories because they were doing crowd theory uh what exhibits work how to attract more people to a certain exhibit oh wow they published that that information and they published it Julie's name is on there with with Dr. Lamont and that's uh in uh, the Smithsonian Oh wow! So this is this is big stuff. Mm -hmm. Big stuff. That's amazing. So when she didn't have a job now, you know, she I called me up and I said, "Here's the deal. It's going to take you a while to find the next level." Mm -hmm. And sure enough, she called me back about a week later, two weeks later. She had an offer from um, 
the Smithsonian, MIT, and someplace else, big places, wow. to wow. come and work because of that that grounding. Right. Yeah. Yeah. right. So she went to MIT. She worked at the MIT Museum for a number of years. They paid for her master's. <laughs> uh, NASA mm-hmm. called, and so she went to work with NASA in Houston. Uh, wow. Houston. Wow. And that's when the uh, the pandemic hit, and they cut positions, and they had to shut down areas where she was. Uh-huh. And I don't know how she did it. I have no idea. I just know she made it to uh, Scotland, mm. and they mm-hmm. she's getting her doc, uh, PhD. That's Man. amazing. Uh, Shane is... Uh, Talk about a character. That, that boy is something else. Um, he, I don't know where he gets that from. Yeah. Shane was, when he was two and a half exactly. years old, I got a call from his mom, and, uh, and I was opening a hotel in Gainesville. And this is just, I mean, literally bef- just before we moved in together. And I was opening this hotel, the Univers- uh, University of Florida Hotel and Conference Center, big place. Mm-hmm. And uh, she called and said, Shane's really sick. I said, meet me. We'll go to this clinic. Mm -hmm. Clinic was closed. So we went over and thank God we did. We went to uh, part of Shands, which they had a Shands hospital. Yeah, part of Shands across the street from Shands. It's another part of it. Mm -hmm. The guy that was there on duty for that weekend, the emergency room head of the physicians was the pediatric head of pediatrics at Shands. Mm -hmm. He looked at Shane, said, hold on a second. I'm going to walk him outside. Come with me. Walks outside in the sunlight, holds him up, looks at him and says, you don't want to hear this, but we got to get him into the hospital. They mm. took him into the hospital wow. because it was jaundiced. He could see the different colorations. Got him in the hospital. Uh, within about six hours, Shane was now in pediatric intensive care, and they weren't know if he was going to make it because he. Had, wow. They were diagnosing him as the earliest diagnosed case of E. coli Whoa. in the United <gasps> States at the time. Holy and cow. it turned what? it turned into a syndrome called HUS. Which, yeah, hemolytic uremic syndrome is what so the real disease spent, is. He spent a month in the hospital, and it was touch and go in the Every beginning. Wow. And and yeah. Kathy and <clears throat> Kathy and um, Kathy and uh, Shane's mom and Shane's grandmother and I we set up schedules right because you can't leave a, mm. let's say a two and a half year old yeah. you can't, yeah. he, he's wa- aware of people right. he knows who you are right but if he's alone it's like you're alone in a hospital give me fifteen minutes I'm playing solitaire on my phone mm. what's he doing he's going to become frantic right yeah no so we somebody was with him twenty four seven for one yeah. month we took shifts and luckily the hospital at the hotel that I was opening had uh, uh, what is it called the uh, lockers mm. Mm-hmm. And I had to change clothes. I would get off my shift with Shane, go over there, take a shower, and go to work. And yeah. it was wow. we we were doing this, and uh, he survived mm-hmm. and and thrived for yeah. a long time. And you know, recently, what was it, 2019? Mm-hmm. 2019? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. 2019. He was in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Um, stupid. He's you know, doing stupid stuff, going way too fast. I think 130 is too wow. fast. Oh, Flip, wow. okay. Flipped over, and uh, oh. uh, he he went out. The didn't have his seatbelt on. Uh, flew the, out the moonroof. Flew out the moonroof. Mm. Landed on his arm. Cut his arm off. Oh my god. Uh, oh my he was. We again. Another we get a, touch and go. We yeah. get the knock at the door oh. at 3 a.m. And highway patrol is basically saying you need to come with us. Yeah. We found out later they what do that when you're saying goodbye. Oh, yeah. Wow. And right now. Uh, this that was August, August 2019. 2019. Mm-hmm. Wow! And right now he is in Gainesville, Florida. Mm-hmm. He 
operates heavy equipment mm. for uh, a, a, with his prosthetic arm. With his wow. prosthetic right. arm, yeah. right. he's got two of them—one for you know casual wear and one for work wear—and <laughs> <laughs> he's working on getting another one. And he yeah. can operate. People see him, and he jumps out of these huge, huge right. the piece of equipment, mm-hmm. and they say, "You." You've got one arm. <laughs> so so I'm proud of my daughter. I'm proud of Chris. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm proud of Shane. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we they've come so far. Yeah. And they've got a long way to go. But, I'm, you know, at this point, you look at it and you say, man, mm-hmm. you know, right. we, we did all we could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's what we have to do as parents. Yeah, yeah. And you, I, I, we just want to be there if there's, and now yeah. if you yeah. need some information. or. Right. Options. Yep. Yeah. I, I think it's so interesting that fate brought you to Shans. So if um, mm-hmm. you're listening or watching, Shans is one of our premier mm-hmm. uh, hospital facilities mm-hmm. and teaching facilities teaching. Right. Um, from humans to pets mm-hmm. um, in Gainesville, Florida. And that's the place where you go. And the fact that you ended up on their doorstep at such a critical time that you had no idea. Yeah. Nope. yeah. I mean, it's just. Well, my you, nephew. Never, you never hear of HUS unless no. somebody gets it. Yeah, my nephew right. said uh, he was in Texas and the whole family. Uh, Paul was the one who was frying chicken with me. Gotcha. <laughs> so the whole family was digging in. You know, we, we, we handle these battles. We live our lives, but we handle the battles together right. yeah. as a family. Right. And he called me and he said, okay, Mike, I got to tell you, I've done some work. Here's what we got. You're at Shan's Hospital. Shan's Hospital is the number one hospital <laughs> to have uh, that, you know, E. coli poisoning. That's mm-hmm. their number one. That's a, wow. They are the number one hospital in the United States. Wow. So yeah. I want you to know. Okay, now get to a computer. Here's what I want you to look up next. <laughs> right, man. right. He had your back. Like, yeah. settling yeah. our back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. we didn't have time family. to research. You're, right. Yeah. You guys have amazing family support mm-hmm. yeah. all across the board. Yeah. And I know, you know, with your son, the ac- horrible accident, touch and go, losing his arm, but you guys still have another story that's really a little bit tough to talk about. Um, it can be. Um, yeah. So, so it was a journey. Uh, my youngest son, Nick, Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicholas, um, he had struggled through his whole life. Um, when he was young, uh, he had ADHD. Mm-hmm. So did his brother. So did his dad. So we kind of know where that came from. Mm-hmm. And it was always, you know, being at school, being at parent-teacher meetings. Um, it, it was always a struggle in school. Always a struggle. Yeah. <clears throat> Getting him to do his homework, you know, without him dropping the pencil 29 million times. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, their attention uh, is just taken away. Mm-hmm. And um, he didn't like taking the medicine for right. um, for ADHD. He, I would find it underneath the rug or, mm-hmm. you know, other places. But, you know, he'd go to school and try to function without the medication. And uh, Chris had it too but wasn't as severe as Nick was. So Nick had kind of struggled through school, through elementary school, and he got into middle school and uh, started experimenting with drugs. Mm. Um, And we knew, we knew about it. We found out, you know, he was smoking pot Mm -hmm. and um, tried to do our best to, uh, you know, get him away from the kids he was hanging out with. Um, you know, I used to follow him when he'd get home from school and, you know, go up to our neighborhood park and that's where he'd meet his buddies at. Right. And I'd follow him, you know, I'd 
walk my dog out there and I'd be walking my dog. They even called the police on me one day. Oh, wow. Yeah, this this woman is uh, uh, stalking us. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I oh, had wow. to tell the officer, I said, no, I'm walking my dog yeah. and I'm watching my son play basketball out mm. here. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, I mean, just things like that would happen. <clears throat> but um, each year that it progressed, Nick um, was having more and more difficulty in school. Uh, he got into high school and he started skipping school, uh, skipping classes. Mm-hmm. Um, his grades were, you know, D's and F's. He just wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing and uh, getting into a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, he started getting into legal trouble as well. Um, he got arrested for the first time. He had pot in his car. Um, so, you know, he had to go through the court thing, uh, got. Um, just a, a suspended sentence, but um, he had court-ordered uh, program that he had to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I forget the name of that one. Phoenix House, mm. Phoenix okay. House here in Tampa, uh-huh. um, and so and parents have to be involved with it too. Um, so that kept going on, you know, and it kept getting worse. I mean, he got arrested so many times, and it got to the point where, um, you know, we couldn't help him. Right. We couldn't help him anymore. And his drug habit uh, turned into addiction. Mm. And so there were many times that we would have to tell him, you can't live in our house anymore. Mm. We're afraid of of the element that you're around, right. and um, you're going to have to go live somewhere else. And so... Which had to be one of the hardest moments It for is. You. It is. I mean, it's hard to tell, you know, kick your own kid out of the house, yeah. number one. And it's also difficult to tell them when they call you in the middle of the night, hey, mom, I've been arrested again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I... You know, I finally got to the point where I said, I'm not bailing you out. Mm-hmm. This is it. We're done. Um, and, and to point out, we we were all, we were together mm-hmm. on all these decisions. Mm-hmm. This right. Is, this is a thing. You, you just did it create tension? Absolutely. Yeah. There's always going to be, sure. when you've got that, that volatile situation, there's mm-hmm. going to be tension. We were getting advice from every single source mm-hmm. when I say getting it whether we ask for it or not, or not sometimes. Right. Yeah. And and when you treat you when you have four children mm-hmm. and you're treating one like this, mm-hmm. then the others are gonna say, What about me? And, right. and the, the questioning starts happening. Right. So, right. But, right. Yeah. Your but, hands were uh, really full. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um it, it it ended up that Nick uh was on probation and he violated uh, his probation by being out after 10 o'clock at night okay. and uh, got caught by a security guard in this subdivision next to ours. And I always told him, You're, you are always in the wrong place at the wrong time. He always got caught. So he was arrested again, and this time um, he had to go in front of the judge. Now, this is like the, his third Uh time in front of this judge Mm. and the probation officer had recommended that he go to prison Mm. Um, and he did Um, so uh, while he got in there uh, eventually he got called to uh, Pasco County for another violation of something else so they brought him there extradited him to Pasco County and he actually spent his year in the Pasco County jail and not in prison Mm. so I don't know which would have been Right. Best for him. Yeah. But um, he was clean while he was in there, as far as we know. So he had been sober for a year. And then um, after he came out, of course, he didn't have anywhere to live. Mm. And we said, well, you're clean. 
and we don't want you, you know, to bring that element into our house. Mm -hmm. So um, it was going good. Um, he got a job. He was working as a roofer, which is about the only job you can get mm -hmm. when you're a felon. Mm -hmm. um, they give them, you know, and the conversations to work. that he and I had, mm -hmm. and that you had with him, yeah. we would talk about, and we were actually smiling mm -hmm. because right. yeah. he was that was we were seeing our son. Yeah. Right. Yes. And yeah. and I call him my son, and his dad even told me, you know, uh, later uh, that you know he couldn't have asked for a better stepdad mm -hmm. <laughs> because yeah. I I didn't know how to. But yeah, conversation. He was human. Yeah, yeah it was like yeah. the Nick we hadn't known as right. an adult. You got him back. Yes. Yep. And so um, about six months after he had been out, I I knew he was going down to his friend's house, and smoking pot. Mm. And I said, Nick this isn't the road for you. Mm -hmm. you. You can't handle this. Oh, yes, I can. I know what I'm doing. It's mm -hmm. not a problem. Um, and it was a problem. Yeah. How mean, old was he at the time, if you don't mind me? 27. Mm -hmm. 27. Okay. So um, he was still working, but, you know, mm -hmm. going down to the friend's house at night. And, mm -hmm. and uh, then he got back together, uh, rekindled a relationship with an old a previous girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And uh, she had a little boy. And um, so... They were back together, and they were staying at the house one night, and they went out late. And uh, my normal thing before when he was doing the drugs was I would sleep on the couch so I could hear when he came in mm -hmm. because that way I knew he was mm -hmm. safe. He yeah. wasn't in jail mm -hmm. or he wasn't dead. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the, the, the life of a parent of an addict that you – have to live like that and so it's hard it's a yeah. hard existence and so um he came in i could uh hear him in the bathroom upstairs and he was violently sick mm. violently sick and so they both claimed he and the girlfriend claimed that they'd stopped and got some roller food mm -hmm. uh, from a 7-eleven mm -hmm. and the food was bad and that's why they were sick mm. so they're tremendous liars. Addicts right. are tremendous liars. And so um, I, in the back of my mind, I knew something wasn't quite right. Um, so uh, he, he was also bipolar. He got diagnosed when he was an adult, and he was going through a manic session and got into a huge fight with a girlfriend. So we took the girlfriend to her sister's house with, with her baby, and uh, Nick was going through his manic uh, session. So he went back out that next night and so the morning of it was March 4th, 4th. of 1999 no, <laughs> no. 2019 19. I'm sorry mm -hmm. 2019 um, I heard him come in and it was five o'clock in the morning and I thought you know he was really sick last night and he has to go to work it was Monday morning and oh, wow. he's got to be out the door in about an hour. Mm -hmm. I, I, better, I better go check on him. But it's 5 in the morning. I'm exhausted. Right. So I fall back asleep. So about an hour later, I woke up. It was 6 o'clock. And I s thought, you know, let me go check on him. He needs to be heading out to work. And I go up and I knock on the door. And there's no answer. And so I open his bedroom door. And he's slumped over on the bed. He's sitting up in his bed. And he's slumped over. And so I'm like, Nick, Nick no answer and I go over to him and I touch him and he falls over on the bed oh my gosh and so um he had done heroin oh. and the needle was still in his hand and the belt was on the floor I got Mike called 911 
Yeah. Mike came up and started um, CPR, CPR. Mm-hmm. and paramedics came and he was they still worked warm. on him. Wow. He was still warm. He was still warm. Wow. Yeah, and we could hear hear the breaths, mm. but um, it was too late. They couldn't save him. Yeah. So he passed away, and um, I found out later that the uh, drug, the heroin, was laced with fentanyl. Yeah. So that was tough. He didn't know there's fentanyl in there. By the way, that was right. uh, that yeah. was a. We point. Asked, we, I think it, that's we what's asked the girlfriend. To we asked the girlfriend because she was with him yeah. when he bought it, and she said, "I said, did he know?" And she said, "No." Mm-hmm. And there's kind of a, a little humorous. Oh yeah, when he Story. they were the police asked you know they were investigating and continue to this day investigate cases like that yes. as a criminal offense mm-hmm. uh, for the person who sold him the drugs because right. they were trying to make it a little bit stronger mm-hmm. so that he would continue to buy from them sure. right. and they kill people but that's just part of the job for those guys right. so the police asked <laughs> were asking questions and do you think it might have been suicide and I said I told Kathy I said no let me tell you why it was not suicide <laughs> he went to Taco Bell that night on the way home Mm -hmm. and there was a half-eating burrito that he had wrapped up and put in the refrigerator yeah right so if he was going to commit suicide he'd have left it on the counter (laughs) right right because he He wouldn't have saved guys guys no guys yeah Yeah. we're gonna finish that burrito so our our son did not commit suicide he was he was in our case we believe he was murdered yeah Yeah. surely and i i know that's a rampant problem it is a rampant problem here and we got um Involved with a support group. Can I tell okay. you about that real I would, quick? I would okay. love for you to. It's another volunteer thing that, yes, that, yeah. that, that we do. That starts leading into your volunteer yes. work mm-hmm. and really what your catalyst was. Exactly. So, so. Um, there's always a, the silver lining, I guess, mm-hmm. to something good can happen out of something bad. Mm-hmm. And so um, we started at going to the support group. I found out about it by going to a Naranon meeting yes. at a church right up the street from us. Mm. And after um, I told Nick's story um, in the in the meeting, and there wasn't a dry eye mm. in the room, of course, and because um, they're all have living addicts that they're right. dealing with, and and right. I come and tell the story about Nick. And after the meeting, this lady came up to me and she said, "You know, you might want to check out the support group. It's for people that." Um, have lost a loved one to a drug overdose. Mm. So it's a very specific group. Mm-hmm. And man, have they helped us. I mean, we've been going now since 1999, probably April of 1999. 2019. 2019. 2019. I'm sorry, 2019. Okay. You gotcha. We took yeah. Yeah. I met him to meeting him. Yes. That's, just his, can't that's her get favorite away year. That, right? <laughs> that was the very best right. year. Yes. That's like a decade, two decades before. <laughs> so anyway, um, we've been going to the support group, and they're part of a, a group called NOPE. Mm-hmm. And NOPE stands for Narcotics Overdose Prevention and Education. Mm-hmm. And um, so got to know uh, the woman that runs it, um, the, the group, mm-hmm. the support group. She does other things as well. She has other groups uh, with chi- with children, mm-hmm. uh, high school age, usually, or middle school, uh, part of the drug education. Mm-hmm. Um, so she kept talking about um, how NOPE goes around to, to high schools and to middle schools. And they do a presentation about drugs and it's mostly about um it's not don't do drugs because we know they do it mm. right it's more about recognizing uh overdose yeah and what to do in the right. good samaritan law where you, you, they can call 911 and not get in trouble right uh so you know it's a great program but they need family speakers mm. so i kept thinking about it and i said I might be able to do that. I might be able to do that, but I wasn't ready. Mm. And after a couple of years, yeah. I said, I think I'm ready. I'm, I'm 
I'm ready to tell the next story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I do with Nope. Um, we usually have it. Uh, there's different speakers. I'm mm-hmm. not the only one, but um, I usually go about once a month during the school year and do a presentation. And uh, they have a family speaker at every one of these presentations. Mm-hmm. And uh, the kids, I mean, they can be. A, you know, they're, they're kids. They're right. going to talk or they're going to squeak their chairs or whatever. But I remember this, the squeaky chair one. It was a middle school, and the chairs are squeaking, the chairs are squeaking, the chairs are squeaking. And, uh, you know, you're just like, stop already. <laughs> right. This is really, really hard <laughs> for I you, And I get too. up there to tell my story. And yeah. when I get to the part of the, the story where I tell you where I find Nick in yeah. the bedroom, no squeaking. Was, wow. It was completely yeah. silent. Yeah. So I thought... You know, that's that's and I'm getting goosebumps just telling you. I just did too. That <laughs> is my main goal here. If I can reach one child yeah. right. and help them or help one of their family members mm-hmm. from dying from a drug overdose, yeah. then it was totally worth right. Nick passing mm-hmm. so right. I can share his story. Right. He continues to yes. help folks. Yeah. 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 So you ask about our kids. <laughs> it's a story. It's a story. Well and I think, you know, Obviously, everyone's story is unique, mm-hmm. but it goes to a really solid relationship between you two because we know right. statistics with tragedies. Oh, yeah. A lot of times those relationships will fall apart. Yes. And when we met you for the first time, seeing how absolutely united you are mm-hmm. and your friends, yes. you know, and above that. And I found that really the basis to how you also were able to get through something that no mother should have to right is because you had someone to help you in those he moments. was my rock <laughs> he was he was my rock um and not everyone has that but those no. that do um should be really thankful for it it yes. has really gotten you through and now you're saving kids i was yeah i was going to ask you the question of the response when you're in a room and i really didn't have to because <laughs> right. you just came through with yes. it yes um and i just think it's so important mm-hmm. so and you continue to do that and you probably always will Mm-hmm. Um, because it's feeding your soul, right? Like a little piece, right? Right. That I would imagine Absolutely. it's missing. It's, it's feeding that soul. Yeah. So, you came into our world, yes, at Trinity Cafe. Mm-hmm. That's how we've met you. We've mentioned Jeremy. Yes. Didn't get your name right. Not gonna let it. <laughs> not gonna let it go. Um, but tell us how you transitioned from there to Trinity Cafe. Mm-hmm. We actually started Trinity Cafe prior to um, Nick's passing. So okay. uh, we started, uh, it goes back to, it's something that I've wanted to do. I've okay. wanted to feed the homeless. Mm. Right. And, but I wasn't, you know, I, I don't know. I, I wasn't really drawn to doing like, to me, like the soup kitchen kind mm. of a thing. Mm. And one day I got this flyer in the mail from our air conditioning company. (laughs) And I opened up the flyer and they had volunteered at Trinity Cafe. Mm -hmm. And it talked about how Trinity Cafe serves the homeless with dignity and respect. Mm -hmm. We serve them like they're in a restaurant. Mm -hmm. And that touched my heart. And so I reached out to one of my work friends and I said, and we had talked about volunteering Mm -hmm. for our company, through our company. But doing it as a service, and so I said I found the place. So we signed up and we started volunteering. And it was really great because the company I worked for, United Airlines, um, gave you credit. Hmm. Right. If you served 40 hours in a calendar year, they would give you a certain amount of money hmm. right. that you could uh, 
use or donate. And so mm -hmm. I took my earnings from that, which was two hundred and fifty dollars, uh, and and donated it to Trinity Cafe. Mm -hmm. So that's when we started serving there as a group, and it was just once a month. But mm -hmm. then we retired. Yeah, I remember that conversation. <laughs> yeah, we retired, and she's like, "Okay, so I think we, I think we do once a month. Not once a month. We should be once a week." I said, "All right, whatever. <laughs> well, okay. Time now. Yes, yeah. yes, now remember, yes, dear. I, yes, dear. I, I, she spent forty years in in, in um, the airline industry, yep. and I spent forty years in hotels and restaurants. So now I'm retired, and I'm going to go work in a restaurant. Let's go. Right for free. Oh yeah, for free. Oh yes, for free. So for we free. worked. We worked at. We worked at the. Um, we're at volunteering. Where were we at? Bush or we we did both. We yeah. worked at Bush once a week though, and mm -hmm. once and, a week, once yeah. a week, once a week, and um, and Nebraska. Yeah. So we still now to this day we uh, volunteer at Bush once mm -hmm. on Tuesdays, and on Nebraska's Fridays on at Friday. Nebraska because we yeah. like both right yeah. places and well, we made then, connections. Then they promoted Absolutely. us. <laughs> then we I got, know we got a I know. twice the amount of pay. We did get <laughs> right. twice the amount of the pay. the recognition. Yes, yes. So the Jeremy love. about. A little over a year ago, came to us and needed a volunteer captain, mm -hmm. and so um, on Tuesdays, yeah. right? And so he said, "I think you'd be a great volunteer captain," yeah. right? And I said, "You know, I said I'll, I would do it, but I want I would like Mike to do it with me, yeah, mm. because we're a couple, mm. yep. and we do these things together." And so um, I said, "Let me talk to him, and I'll get back to you." So of course. We yeah. said yes, and we love it. Yeah, um, yeah, we, yeah. Well, wait a minute. About three months <laughs> yeah. after, she got tired of me being a co-captain. She demoted me I to demoted sergeant. I demoted him, yes, to sergeant. <laughs> so I truly am the captain. Yes. Gotcha. That's I great. am the captain. But you um, got him the T-shirt. Yes. There yes. you go. I'm the comedy relief guy. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's it. really needed yeah. in that environment, yes. So, though. Yeah, so my strong suit is I'm very organized, and I'm very punctual, mm. and not today, but... <laughs> um, but you know really uh, you know yeah. have that those organizational skills mm -hmm. and uh working in a hospitality industry and what's yeah, my that, strong suit that customer service <laughs> uh yeah comedy well, relief she took a second comedy relief, <laughs> comedy <laughs> relief. <laughs> no get well, that i need those boxes that are up there yes okay yes. can you move all the yes. cats it's yes. like hurting cats height. <laughs> yes height is a big factor there and strength well yeah yes. yeah if i can't lift that box of oranges um <laughs> and, and there was the story i don't know if you guys plan to tell us but when we first met you told us the story about you preventing the fight at i believe it was um, the nebraska location yeah the yes. very upset gentleman that came in. Uh, would you mind retelling that? that well, story? Yeah, it, 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 the, we're talking about the, um, we were outside, and we were doing drive-through there. Mm -hmm. And uh, the uh, gentleman came by and wanted us to give him a meal to go as he walked by. And Kathy said, and, uh, you know, we, Sorry, we, can, we, we can only do, do, right. do drive-through meals like that. You can go inside and eat. And he said, well, I've already eaten. I just want to take another one. Mm -hmm. And at which point I said, sir, we're just volunteers. Mm -hmm. We can't do that. We really would, would like to, but we cannot. And he cussed at me really loud. And uh, at that time, over the corner of my eye, I could see a couple of the workers from that that are employed mm -hmm. started heading as backup mm -hmm. towards me. And I just looked at him. I said, sir, I, I love you. Mm -hmm. And he just looked at me and said, what? <laughs> <laughs> now, now the, the picture is I'm six foot three, and he was about five foot seven. And looking up at me, and you could see that his eyes were just meat, just, just something. Right. You know, somebody put a burr in his saddle, and it wasn't me. And I just looked, and I said, I love you. And he said, 
And he started laughing. <laughs> he said, man. <laughs> and, he, and he walked off laughing. Just like that. Well, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of, it's kind of the, I guess the, uh, as you get older, you, you understand that yeah. things can really go sideways fast. And, yeah. you know, I've watched several different, uh, I don't want to call them, but things on, on uh, YouTube where you there's little classes and stuff on how to diffuse situation. Why are you looking at me? Mm. Well, I see that shirt, man. And that's a nice, tell me where you got that shirt. Right, <laughs> right. You know, you don't yeah. have to always go right. over the edge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so yeah, that was one of those. You join in it. Right. No, yeah. exactly. That's one of those situations. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So. And that's his yeah. superpower at right. the cafe. I, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Coming up yeah. with something like that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So Trinity Cafe, we have our, you know, three restaurants right now, soon to be right. four. And, you know, Jeremy, you guys are very unique as captains because you visit two locations. Um, and do you guys have friends that you've made that are guests? Because, you know, oh. it's so funny. You're talking about United. Um, I was at Trinity Cafe before feeding Tampa Bay, and I know exactly when you volunteered. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm like, oh, wow, okay. Didn't know that yeah. until just now. But That's I know exactly funny. when you guys would come in every month mm-hmm. and take care of it. But have you made friendships around the table a- that you absolutely, can count on? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, there's one, well, both with our guests mm-hmm. and also with our co-volunteers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's one young lady at the Nebraska location. Mm-hmm. Um, why is her name escaping me right now? Mm-hmm. Allie? Allie. Mm-hmm. Um, Allie um, has autism, um, and she's a she's an adult, um, mm-hmm. and she's very functional, mm-hmm. um, but she struggles in a, in a, a few areas. And so, I've just you know befriended her because she's sweet and she really has a, a good heart. And her mother is awesome at getting her involved with different things and taking her to you know she's involved with a lot. Right. Um, and they bake together. They make gluten free. Um, products and uh, she's just a great young woman Mm -hmm. and um, the last few times I volunteered at Nebraska they've been using her up on the line because they're short on Fridays Mm -hmm. so she'll put the the bread on the plate or the potato chips on the plate and then they needed an extra person up there one day so we were working side by side and so sometimes she might forget to put the chips on or something I go oh Allie look you forgot one Mm -hmm. you know and and just make it kind of and she goes oh gosh you know don't tell my mom and I said Allie I'm not going to tell your mom I go you know I'm here I've got your back and I said you've got mine you know and so we've we've struck up a really warm friendship as a matter of fact she came back after being away for a couple of volunteer sessions and said um, yeah, I. She says I really miss you guys. You're Aww. you're like my grandparents here. Oh, <laughs> isn't that okay. sweet? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, for me personally, I've made friends with a a, a a man that he was coming to Bush, and now I've seen him now at Nebraska mm-hmm. as well. And so um, he's uh, missing a leg, okay. and um, I. I guess because Shane lost his arm, I immediately was drawn to him. Mm-hmm. And he's on crutches, so he doesn't have his prosthetic yet. And and I know that feeling because we lived it with right. Shane. Right. And so um, I just, you know, one day I said, hey, I just don't want to say hello to you anymore. What's your name? Mm. And he said, well, he goes, it's, it's Bobby, Robert, really. And I said, oh, okay. He goes, but everyone calls me BJ. Mm. And so I said, well, I'll call you BJ because right. I want to be your 
friend. <laughs> and so um, anytime I see him, whether he's at my table or not, I'll make a chance to run over there and tell him, hello, how you doing? The last time I saw him, I go, when are you going to get a prosthetic for that mm-hmm. leg and he goes well I have to get stop these infections first and we know about that because we did we right. lifted it with Shane right. so it takes a while mm-hmm. till the 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 infections are gone and they have to go through all those antibiotics and mm-hmm. and, wow. and things before they can get it yeah. and uh, so the when I saw him that last time um, before we went on vacation I said I said, BJ, would you do me a favor? And he goes, sure. I said, would you give me a hug? And Aww. he gave me a great the big nice bear hug. I mean, he's as tall as Mike. Yeah. And he gave me a great big bear hug. So uh-huh. I was just like, it, I was in heaven. And that's really yeah. twofold. It's probably the, the best part of his day, knowing our friends that come to the cafes. Yeah, I hope so. You know, it's the best yeah. um, conversation. Mm-hmm. He's getting an incredible yes. three-course meal yeah. and a friend. Yes. Right? Yes. I mean, there's nothing better than that for right. all of us. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so... You guys get this great joy, right, from volunteering. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that and give some advice on someone. And it doesn't have to be at a food bank, you mm-hmm. know, because we have viewers and listeners that aren't even in Tampa Bay. Right. But uh, give some tips on how to find a volunteer experience that works for you. That's the, you know, the neat thing is after we had been retired for a year and a half or so, then I saw a program that talked about People that retire, if you don't have something, mm-hmm. you lose you have something that's relevant. Yeah. You lose. You lose part of your life goes yeah. away because you're right. relevant. You were going showing up for work 8, 10, 12 hours a yeah. day. Mm-hmm. And even though whatever you did and somebody else is doing it now, you're not. And what, do you, what, are, you, what are you concentrating on every day? Right. And uh, this made sense for us. And it's like when you, you ask looking for something that makes – Guess what? Not everybody is cut out to work in hotels and restaurants and work and face to face with a human being. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. my brother, God bless him. He worked with computers for the longest time. Mm -hmm. And he would tell me, he still does, you know, you're loud. Well, yeah, I'm loud. (laughs) My my existence was always, you know, loud kitchen. You know, we, but I could not do what he did. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I could not sit down at a desk and. <laughs> All day long, I mean, yeah. Yeah. With like, the last the right. last six years of my career was almost totally, I'd say, ninety percent from an office right. in my house, next to her office yes. in the house. Her office wow. was quiet and was like. That's okay. Nothing. No TV, no radio. In my office, I had music blaring, and I put the speakers on. When I talked to my the restaurant managers, uh-huh. I would be, dude, what's up? Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. My door would be closed, and I'd still hear him. And That's I'd be like, padding. yes, and sometimes I'd open my door and go into his office and go, could you? Down in a very important meeting. He's like, what? So clearly people, you're a people person. And that is that hands-on experience, which we give. Right. But there's also other volunteer opportunities in the area that would suit someone who is quiet. Yes, we just learned one recently. We got invited to... um, a fundraising breakfast for the crisis center. Yes. Mm. And um, the crisis center. I, what an operation. I, yeah. I, yeah. 
I knew that they were there for Tampa, but mm-hmm. I didn't know they were actually nationwide. Mm-hmm. Right. And they uh, support the calls, the phone calls, mm-hmm. not only in Tampa, but also in the Sarasota area. Mm-hmm. And um, I, we learned so much that day. So we're actually going to go take a tour of their cool. facility in May. Very yeah. cool. And, and who knows? Point. We might yeah. volunteer there, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To your point, there, you find... You've got to know you who you are. Your know niche. yourself, yes. and then right. you find that know you. Yes. you go exactly right. And then what adds to your life? The yes. giving of your time, right? <laughs> our neighbors, all our neighbors know. They all know that we volunteer at Trinity yes. Cafe. Right. They all know that they can't talk to me when I'm walking the dog in the morning on two, uh, Tuesdays and Fridays. <laughs> right. Because if they talk right. to me, I gotta get to work. she'll come outside and go, Got stuff to do. <laughs> Time to go. Right. Tapping the watch. Yeah. Move on. And I'll point my finger. Jim, it's Jim's fault. Fred, 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 right. Fred. Go talk to him because yeah. he's going to be quiet. Um, well, we're so appreciative. Um, Thank you. Just of everything that you bring. Um, and I, it just inspires me and I hope everyone watching or listening is you've taken so many factors of your life and given back to the community whether it's hospitality and being friendly and bringing joy to someone or it's tragedy that has broken Mm -hmm. your heart and you're trying to heal others Mm -hmm. you guys really give back to the Tampa Bay community and we all appreciate it I thank you for it Mm -hmm. Um, and you know it's volunteer appreciation week Mm -hmm. you know Feeding Tampa Bay needs 4,800 volunteers a month. Yeah. Wow. And we get them, but, you know, we it's, get them. it's because people are devoted That's like you guys. That's a lot. You know? Yeah. And a part of that, I think, is because everybody can relate to food. Mm-hmm. You talked about being in Paris and the delicious food and yeah. oh, yes. food around the, the meals, which touched my heart that you guys <laughs> still maintained that dinner around the table right. at night yeah. that so many families, it fractures out. Yes. It doesn't happen. Right. Um, but I just... Uh, it's just wonderful to speak with you guys and, you. and get to know you even better. I didn't even really actually know that I knew you until you mentioned <laughs> Trinity and United. Um, but, you know, we always like to go out kind mm-hmm. of with something a little fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do with it what you will. Um, but it's imagining yourself at a table. Okay. And who you guys would bring to a table with you. It could be somebody who's here now. It could be somebody who's famous. We've had famous. We've had politicians at the table. Yeah, quite a wow. variety of um, guests. So it's, you could really be broad with that. And it's three additional people that you're adding to your table. Who would that be? Just three? <laughs> Just three. Unfortunately, it's a small Just table. Just three. Small table. Um, well, I think with the pandemic, um, and we got our dog a month after Nick passed away um, because I needed I needed something yeah. mm-hmm. a diversion and i he, have four dogs friend <laughs> so you know you know you need that diversion and yes. he really has has been our our service animal mm-hmm. because he yeah. golden retrievers they just have that personality yep. they love you yep. he gives us hugs he literally yes. stands up um he's he's 100 pounds <laughs> and <laughs> he will stand up and give us a hug yeah um but um because of him, we've we've met a lot of neighbors in our uh, subdivision that yeah. we never right. met before. So, oh, wow. well, that's that's an interesting thing too. And mm-hmm. uh, our support group was it's very, you know, right. towards one area. Yeah. And the reason why that's good is because people don't often talk about that problem. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's right. not an open window, and and you, our neighbors wanted. They wanted to hug. Mm. They wanted to say something. Right. Mm-hmm. But how do you? I mean, when someone passes away, we all get tongue-tied. Or we even, even the tragedy was shame. Yeah. Yeah. Some yep. people didn't know what to say. Right. You know? But right. when we started walking our dog, people would say, 
oh man, Jackson's such a great dog. How are you? Mm. Tell yeah, me, right. how's it going? How are you? What I would can invite we do? some neighbors that we, I feel are close with. Mm-hmm. We we could call them friends, not mm-hmm. our just our neighbors, but I would probably want Jim to have Jackson in there yeah. too. Jim and Fred. Fred. Mm-hmm. And Nancy, even yeah. though she doesn't eat regular food, she'll tell you she eats huh. like kids' food. So oh wow! <laughs> I'd, have, I'd have to so, have like um, <laughs> cheese pizza. Yeah, uh, she'll do pepperoni, but okay. um, <laughs> you'd like a kids' menu version kids for her. Kids' menu yeah. right for right. her yeah. would be appropriate. Okay. And she <laughs> would tell that. she would tell you that herself. Yeah. So. We, yeah, we could definitely do that. And that's the second question: is what would you serve? Obviously, one of your neighbors is getting the pepperoni Tito's pizza. Bit. Yeah, yes, it would. So, Totino's, of course. Totino's, of course. Pizza. <laughs> yes, yes, she, she'll get that. And um, you know, I think you'd want to talk quite a bit mm-hmm. at that dinner yep. so i think i would go with just a charcuterie tray mm, yeah. and that way you it's could a tapas. have it's a tapas. tapas yes we did we did go to portugal so that was a <laughs> oh yeah i love it barcelona that yeah. was barcelona yeah mm. um yeah. but um yeah just something so you could just simple. nosh you could nosh yeah. and yes. talk that's great nosh and talk which <laughs> is my favorite i i don't know if it's inspired from my days as lunchables for myself <laughs> and my kids but i'm telling you i'd rather have a charcuterie board any day yeah, it's, yes, it's adult lunchables mm-hmm. fancy lunchables it's, gourmet. and it's very popular yeah, right now absolutely. it is and it very has popular. been so it's yes. kind of staying that way yes. yeah. well you guys thank you so much thank oh we you. can't forget we, we'll make grilled chicken for the for your your Fr- dog, your fur baby. Fried chicken. Fried chicken. Not but, for a fur baby. Well, I'm talking about oh, at the table. I see what you're saying. Oh, he's got to oh, have something okay. really good in that yeah. bowl. He's, he's not a, the, really the one that brought everybody he's together. He's not allowed to have That's people true. food. Let's yeah. not. Oh, my, my, oh, yeah, my house, fair. they're spoiled. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but anyway, yeah. we can't forget him. He brought everyone to the table. Yes. Thank you so much for joining ours. Oh, thank it you. It has been a pleasure and a gift to get to know you both more. Thank you for all that you do. Okay. You're welcome. You can learn more about Feeding Tampa Bay and how to join the movement at feedingtampabay.org. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and TikTok at Feeding Tampa Bay. <laughs>